Hello, my friends. This is Andy coming to you live from Orange County, California. It's March 10th at uh, 6.30 p.m. and uh, got a full show tonight. The only thing I want to tell you before we get started is I want you to go to patriotcoms.org. Those of you that uh, want to continue following me, uh, you never know when I'm going to be banned, taken off uh, any one of the social media platforms or all of the social media platforms. As a matter of fact, that could happen tonight. So um, <laughs> I have a lot of ground to cover. I have a lot of people to call out and um, and, and let you know what my experiences uh, experience was at the um, – Placentia Yorba Linda School District's um, school board meeting that I attended last night. Now, I've been talking uh, about this for the last several months, that the best way to bring our country back to uh, the Constitution um, that our forefathers intended this country to run under uh, is to get involved in uh, local politics, including uh, and starting with school boards. Uh, and then, you know, your Chamber of Commerce and even your um, uh, city council and your mayors and, uh, and state representatives and then grow out from there. But the school board is one of those things that I am learning has um, a, wow, our school districts and our school board and our local uh, teachers union. I, um, I was not prepared uh, for what I am seeing that is involved in these uh, organizations and what's happening. So uh, uh, I'm going to um, be going over a few things here and um, uh, just kind of give you an outline of how we're going to do this. I'm going to be talking about the the meeting last night and the things I experienced in regard to the the public uh, forum that it started with. And I went up there and spoke. I had to change my speech a little bit because they shortened it down to a minute. Uh, and then I got harassed about my mask and uh, uh, some other stuff was going on in the audience. Uh, and it was very interesting, by the way. Uh, and so I had to kind of alter it a little bit. I'm going to read. I'm going to read uh, at my actual speech that I had written down um, so that you can kind of get an idea of where I'm coming from as a parent in this uh, school district. Uh, I will then uh, mention a couple of the other uh, parents that spoke. Uh, we will uh, be looking at uh, some of the things that um, are occurring with one of the school board members that I think is a really important issue that we need to be looking at. And then we'll be looking at the APLE, which is the uh, Association of, of Placentia Linda uh, of Placentia Linda Educators, a teacher's union, which is completely stonewalling the uh, uh, the opening of our schools. Uh, and to say the least, <laughs> I'm going to say to say the least, there is probably a lot more going on. Um, there is so much uh, that I will not be able to get to tonight because I'm getting stuff just before I came on. I'm getting stuff emailed to me. I'm getting text messages. I'm getting videos sent to me. I'm getting children uh, in our schools that have been doing some undercover work uh, and they've been sending me stuff. And so I, I, you wouldn't believe uh, what is going on in our schools. I have to say, before I even get started, that I believe that our school district and our schools are probably some of the best in the country. I can't imagine what schools are going through in L.A. Uh, and uh, what, uh, you know, in some of the more uh, liberal uh, and uh, de democratic run uh, communities. I, I cannot imagine what's happening in those schools, because what's happening here in what I believe to be one of the better situations is kind of crazy. 
we got some really bizarre people that are in uh, 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 positions of power that are teachers uh, that are, uh, you know, and that's not to say they don't have a couple kooky parents because we do. We had a guy that came up uh, with underwear on his face for his mask, which was interesting. I think he was trying to make a point. I think his point was probably made, but we have a lot of stuff going on. All right. So I'm going get, to get rid of this and uh, just go to patriotcoms.org. If uh, it doesn't work by just going there, go to www put the W's in the three W's uh, and then uh, patriotcoms.org and see if that will allow you to give your email address and your name. That way I can tell you where we're going to be uh, once uh, social media decides that I can't exist any longer. Because again, that's uh, more than, than likely to occur. Let's see who's on. We got Sharon uh, Marie. I was there last night. Wow. Is right. No kidding. <laughs> Scott and Scott Anderson. Oh, sorry. Clicked on the wrong one. Um, wrong order. Scott Anderson says APLE sucks. All right. I'm, uh, I'm right there with you. Um, and uh, Geneva says uh, that was so wrong. What happened with them telling you to wear a mask when others didn't before you and others after you? I, it, it was very bizarre. So I'll get to that in one second. So uh, let me go ahead and get to my agenda here. I'm going to, I wrote out my agenda because um, there's so much to get to. I didn't want to uh, get too off. I, I have this tendency to chase squirrels once in a while. And so if I put it into an agenda like this one, then I will be more likely to follow it. So last night, uh, March 9th, uh, the uh, Placentia Yorba Linda Unified School District school board meeting was uh, in session. Uh, for the first time I went, I tried to go, to, I, I wanted to go to the other one, uh, the previous one, but um, because of my schedule, I couldn't make it. Um, but I'm glad that I made it to last night. We had a huge crowd. I was uh, fortunately a, 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 a great fine couple um, gave up their seats so I can actually be inside the farm. So I want to thank Karen uh, Foley for making that happen. I was able to sit down and I want to thank those uh, those parents. I don't think that I had a chance to thank them enough because when I sat down, there were a couple of people that approached me right away telling me that they watched this particular show and some other stuff that I do. And so I, I quickly got distracted. So I'm not sure if I really um, sincerely uh, wanted to uh, thank those people that got up and gave their seat up. Uh, but last night uh, it was a full house. What is interesting is that you can tell that this is a farce. The, the whole pandemic, the whole masking, the whole social distancing is a complete farce because outside people are unmasked talking to each other. Then they come into this hallway and they're all kind of packed in. They're all standing next to each other. And, you know, but inside all of a sudden it goes into this this weird this weird zone. So suddenly when you cross these doors, now you have to be socially distanced and they have people in there going, you have to go out in the hallway and get into the crowd, but you can't be in here where, because there might be some cameras and you need to be social distance. Um, and yet the APL, APLE, the uh, the teachers union, they all sat together in a little table. They had four or five people all sitting around, not six feet apart mind you, uh, all very closely together. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's meant for everybody else. All the lower class people, uh, the parents uh, had to sit six feet apart. And, and a couple other people that were in the audience, some other dips were, that were in the audience, had to sit six feet apart and masked. But the APLE people, no, they could all sit together. That, that was okay. All right. So, um, and I'm going to try to stay focused. I'm getting on these little rants already. I can, <laughs> I can feel it coming. Uh, but uh, that, that's when I first realized how ridiculous this whole thing is. I mean, in regard to the uh, theatrics that has to be put on to justify the shutting down of the schools. Because it, it, it doesn't, you know, in the hallway, it doesn't exist the pandemic apparently, but in the school board area, it, it, it was because that's, it has to, 
right? It has to give the appearance of existing. But the, the union who's most afraid about this whole thing, they're all sitting together. And they had some uh, pre-existing conditions because I could see them. that they, they, There's a couple of them that had pre-existing conditions and they weren't social distancing. And so I just want to make sure and call that out that this is a farce. Right off the bat, this is a farce. All right. So I just wanted to make sure that that is very clear. All right. So um, we started off uh, right off the bat and I see comments that are popping up there. I'll, I'll get to them. If I get, if I start reading all the comments, I'm not going to get to all, all the agenda. And this show is going to be much longer than I want it to be. So we had the public forum, which was fantastic. I got to tell you, we have some great parents out there that have a great way of, of, of speaking about what is going on. Um, and uh, I'll get into a little bit more of some of my favorites from last night. But there were so many good ones. And, and if I don't call you out, if you're watching and you went up and spoke and I don't say that you were fantastic, um, it, it's I'm sorry. But uh, th uh, there were so many that were fantastic. I had to narrow it down to a couple to speak up about um, uh, because there was a, a woman, a mother that came up and said, uh, you know, talked about and had her computer and said, you want to see what's happening on these Zoom calls? They're not on these Zoom calls just on the Zoom. They are searching for ways to commit suicide. They're looking at videos about twerking. They're looking about at videos about other shenanigans that they shouldn't be looking at. Um, and you teacher, I'm not your teachers, and I, I'm sorry, but you you that are promoting that this needs to continue, this farce needs to continue, you think they're actually learning and you think they're actually on Zoom. No, they are on the Zoom, but uh, what you can't see is what they're actually doing, and that is searching for ways to commit suicide, uh, which this uh, one uh, parent was able to bring up. So that, that but the, the public forums that came up, I just want to compliment uh, the parents that came up there, uh, some with props, some with pictures, some with signs, some with underwear on their face. Very interesting. Um, and uh, there was that. All right, let me just go ahead and look at the comments here really quickly. I want to see if there's any haters on there yet because I love the haters. They're actually my favorite. Uh, hey, Hedy, my love, thanks for joining. Um, thank you for coming out and speaking and support. You're welcome. Uh, I don't blame it. The uh, I don't blame it, though, uh, not to go on on a yeah, it's so hard <laughs> uh, is a, a thousand percent is uh, is the unions. Oh, Karen has a long one there. I'll try to get to you, Karen. Um, yes. OK, uh, I, I, I see that I, I'm. Um, it was uh, very telling a handful of APL reps uh, talking about how great. Yep. Okay. Let me just put that up. So I was uh, there also, Karen, and she's the one who helped me find a seat inside the auditorium there. The entire thing was very telling. A handful of APL reps uh, talking about how great things are going uh, with their students uh, and how awful Leandro because she went to the rally. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, pretty cool. Uh, then the people spoke, uh, parents, grandparents. Oh, the grandparent was amazing. Uh, students, teachers, especially. Hispanic uh, parents uh, with interpreters. They called the unions out and supported Leander. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to get to all that, by the way. All right. So let me get to my, uh, let me go ahead and get to my speech. And I'm not doing this for any other reason, just to kind of give you my perspective and where I came from. And again, I didn't have an opportunity because there were so many, I went like, I don't know what it was, 15th, 20th. I don't even remember. I was called the Alex Jones uh, of, uh, you know, social media. Apparently that was one of the guys who went up there and, and mentioned that uh, Leander goes on this Alex Jones show. Um, and apparently I, I'm pretty sure that was me because I don't know how many other shows she goes on. Um, and so by the time I got up there, so many parents had, had said some of the stuff I was going to say. I didn't want to 
uh, repeat because they only gave us a minute because there were so many people there to speak. So uh, let me just uh, go through my speech here uh, again, just to give you the perspective. And so that you know where I'm coming from and who I am and why I have any say uh, uh, in what is going on in our schools. All right. First of all, this is the part, beginning of my speech. First of all, uh, Leander Blades is the best thing that could have happened to this school board. As far as I can tell, she is the only one truly fighting for what is best for our kids and our teachers. So I want to thank you, Leandra. My children and I appreciate you. I am a father of six with five children who still are and will be attending schools in the district, Golden Elementary, Tuffrey Junior High, and next year, El Dorado High School. My children and every child in the school district need schools to open up completely and open up yesterday. Sports need to be back fully and the masking of these children needs to stop. I am lucky that the church we attend, Calvary Chapel Chino Hills, has been open and serving thousands since May of 2020. No masks, no social distancing, and several thousand people attend services on Sundays and Wednesdays. Thankfully, my kids have been attending this children's services in their age group and have had the ability to socialize, play games with no restrictions. Calvary Chapel Chino Hills, I am sure, has saved them and other children from depression, anxiety, and in some cases, suicide. Not all kids are this lucky. Some have been stuck at home for a year. As of March 3rd, and although horrible, it is believed that 13 children in, the, in our state of California of over 9 million children have died from illnesses related to COVID over the last year. That is an extremely small number. Tragic, yes, but a small number compared to the 9 million who are suffering every day. Also remember that most children with many of the underlying conditions that caused those 13 deaths would probably not be attending school anyway. I am a retired police officer from Anaheim Police Department, and I was a detective in family crimes and a sex crimes detective. In my research into this pandemic, youth suicides and attempted suicide, uh, suicides have spiked, far surpassing the numbers of COVID deaths in this age group. Add to this number of child abuse cases that are now going unreported since teachers are one of the primary reporters of this type of, uh, of, of crime. Office, obviously, what is best for the children is that schools should open completely and open now. They should have never been shut down to begin with. The part-time schedule is not good enough, and sports need to come back too. Now I know another argument against opening is for the safety of the teachers and their loved ones. That is the other excuse. But that may be even more ridiculous. First of all, the science says that children are less likely to get it and, and less likely to spread it. If a teacher has one or more of the per, uh, pre-existing conditions, then he or she can stay home and do Zooms with those kids that are not attending. But part-time teaching is not working. Police, firefighters, cashiers, marijuana dispensary workers, and strip club workers are essential, and they work full-time. So can teachers. After all, they are obviously not that concerned because I see many of them at the stores and gyms in our community. And I see on their social media, they are happily on vacation, unmasked on the weekends, spending time unmasked with their neighbors, family and friends on a daily basis. It is beyond ridiculous that schools are closed or even just partially open. Our children are suffering every day. Every day this continues. The damage being done is on you, you who choose to continue with this farce. And most of, most of the blame right now sits square on the shoulders of the APLE and other teachers unions. Thank you. So that was my speech last night. I didn't wasn't able to give that uh, because I only had a minute and uh, other people had spoke uh, uh, much about that stuff already. 
And so what I want to talk about now is how I know school member, how I know the school board member, Leandra Blaze. I want to make this very clear because I, I, I've heard and I've gotten a couple of messages here is like, well, you're just a friend of hers. That's why you're supported. I, I don't know Leander. Bl- I didn't know Leander Blades before all of uh, before she started running for the school board. The reason I support Leander Blades and the reason I still support her is because I as as a, a person who was running for a position, she was telling me what her uh, positions were. She was sharing with me what she was hoping to do. And once she became a school board member, if she were uh, lucky enough to be elected. And with that, I supported her. Everything that she had to say, I agreed with. Um, uh, there was not any uh, aspect of her policies and the things that she was going to present that I thought that were going to be detriment to our, to our children or the teachers. I thought they were going to be an asset to our children and to our teachers. And so that is when I began to, to uh, get to know Leandra. I uh, interviewed her at a rally. I began to interview her on, on my show and supported her uh, completely. Uh, also, um, Oh, my gosh. Who are the other ones? Uh, Sean Youngblood and uh, Marilyn Anderson. I met during that period of time and I supported them, too. Uh, I would hope that they uh, would speak out and be as aggressive as Leandra. I think right now Leandra is uh, outshining the three of them and would hope that the other two that I supported would also begin to support her and not be so much in the shadows. Um, I think they're fine people. Uh, I just think that they're um, just have not spoken out and are not willing to do it. They may have, I may be missing it, but, and so if I'm wrong, please let me know um, that uh, they are doing so. But Leander Blades uh, is, I support her hundred percent. She's the only one that's speaking out. She's the only one that's exposing the, uh, the, the problems with our school district, with our school board, with the APLE, with just simply what's going on in our schools. She's the only one that's exposing it. And she's bringing the crowd that's there is I uh, is is to thanks to Leandra uh, Blades. I don't think it's to, to thank anybody else. She's really the only one in this, that is doing this. So I want to make sure that this is very clear. I was not a friend of Leandra Blades before any of this began to happen. I am I am a supporter of Leander Blades. I have become friendly with her because I just agree with everything that she's doing, uh, and uh, I disagree with the slanderous crap that is happening to her to her personally and in social media and within the school district. There are a number of people that are, are, are um, that work in the school district, that work in the school district, work at the schools that are simply um, harassing her and slandering her and using students to uh, slander her and harass her. Uh, one of those people is Susan Metcalf. She's a teacher at Yarbrough High School, uh, and she has been slandering Leander for a very long period of time. I played a recording of a student contacting her uh, over the phone, and they recorded that message, and they had a discussion how uh, Susan needed her to help her slander Leandra, to find stuff on her, to find um, 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 something that they could use against her. This Susan Metcalf was also running for school board and she simply was a loser. She's a, she was the loser and so she's pissed that she's a loser. Uh, but to be able to be a teacher in our school still, and she's not been fired yet. She's not been, I, I don't know if she's been investigated yet. I don't know what they're doing. But last night, one of the things I want to make sure and do is I want to make sure and put the school board on notice. I know the superintendent was there and I said, I need, I'm requesting much like probably many of the other parents there, um, something to be done about a teacher that is using her position to contact students to slander a school board member. I don't care if they were doing it to, the, to uh, Karen Freeman, Carrie Buck. I don't care. A teacher should not be there teaching where she should be teaching her kids, encouraging students to help her slander 
uh, a school board member or anybody in the school district. That is not her role. Her role is to teach our children. You got somebody now by the name of Misty Jansen, a parent uh, harassing Leander Blades on a regular basis uh, and pushing a BLM curriculum curriculum. Sorry. Uh, and she also is somebody that is, is teamed up with Susan uh, and Susan and her uh, have uh, teamed up on uh, several occasions. From what I understand, again, I'm getting so much information uh, from so many different people uh, and uh, and in uh, proof of what I'm telling you that uh, this needs to be looked into. We this Misty Jansen uh, again, I don't know what her beef is, uh, but apparently she just doesn't like Leandra. She doesn't possibly like her politics. I don't know. Uh, but this is another woman that needs to be looked at and and maybe some sanctions, something that the, the district needs to step in and, and tell her uh, what her role is as a parent. Is her role as a parent in her school district, is it to harass a school board member? At what point does this become criminal? At what point does the school district begin to protect some of these school board members who are being attacked? They, I think they do have a role in protecting the school board members. When somebody's being slandered, when somebody's being just uh, obviously slandering, lying, uh, go hand in hand. But when this is occurring on a regular basis, what role does the school district have in protecting these school board members who are there to do a job? And they're not being allowed to do their job because of somebody like uh, uh, Susan and Misty and the next person, Brianna, uh, or Brianne, I think her name is Moreno, who is a BLM activist harassing and, and, and slandering Leandra. Also, we've seen her at some of the rallies uh, causing problems. Um, she, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I don't want to slander her by saying something that's true, but I'm just going to let you know that uh, what I've seen of her, because I've been to the winter rallies where she had caused some, some grief to some people over there. She is not somebody that could be trusted either and needs to also be looked at. So between Susan and Misty and Brianna, I just want to make sure that, that people understand that these three are uh, causing um, harm, I believe, to Leandra. She's a very strong woman. She's very outspoken. She's very um, positive. Uh, but I know, uh, and I've had people do similar things to me, that this takes a toll on on, on her and her family. She may not say it out loud. She may not uh, want to do anything about it. She may not say anything about it. But anybody else, any of the whiners on the other side of this, of, of this topic would be whining immediately. If you happen to look at them, they would act like they got shot with a gun. Leandra is, is literally on a daily base, basis being harassed and slandered, and she's strong enough and brave enough to say, you know, I'm just going to keep on pushing on. Um, but I'm going to speak out and say that the school district has a duty to protect Leander Blades. And they're, and as far as I can tell right now, they're not doing it. And that something needs to happen. All right. So with that said, um, I want to make sure that this is clear because the only people that are saying this right now is the uh, um, placentia. Oh, my gosh. The PLE. <laughs> The APLE, sorry, the Association uh, of Placentia Yorba Linda Educators. Oh, my gosh, that is a silly name. They just had to find a way to make Apple. Uh, so Association Placentia Linda Educators. Sorry, I can't remember your name. Um, but um, the only ones that are saying the teachers are lazy are them. The only people that got up and mentioned anything about the teachers being lazy is the anybody that was representing the APLE. They were the only ones. Leandra has never said that. Uh, Karen has never said that. Carrie has never said that. I'm talking about the school board members. Sean has never said it. Said it. And if I missed anybody, oh, Marilyn. Marilyn has never said it. I've, and I've never said it. I, I don't think any of the parents last night said it. As a matter of fact, I will tell you that the teachers that my children have are amazing. 
and spectacular. What they are trying to do with this, again, this farce that is being pushed upon them, they are doing incredible work. And, and I would say most of the teachers are. I just named one who's not, and that's Susan Medkoff. She may be a great teacher, but she's also horrendous in what she's doing to Leandra. But much, many of the teachers are doing a, a, a an incredible job under these really crappy circumstances. The only people saying, and I'm gonna want, I just wanna repeat this, make this loud and clear. The only people that are saying that the teachers are lazy, is the uh, Association of Placentia Linda Educators. They are the only ones. Not, not one single parent said that teachers are being lazy. As a matter of fact, I, I believe every teacher, every uh, parent that got up and spoke yesterday praised the teachers. So APLE, shut your trap. Nobody is saying the teachers are lazy. No one. You are propagating something that is simply not true and putting it out there, hoping that people will believe you. It is simply not true. Nobody is saying that. Last night, when I mentioned, um, uh, because I, I changed my speech, I mentioned that I know four families in the Orange County area. Three of them uh, are law enforcement uh, uh, people that I work with. At, 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 well, I'm not going to say. I don't want to. They're very private people, and I know that they don't necessarily want people to know what what is what went on with their family. But I am telling you that I know four families uh, that in the Orange County area that have children who have committed suicide within this last year all of the school age. When I said that there was a teacher that laughed out loud. I heard her laugh. I just didn't, couldn't identify who it was. But when I got back to my seat and I got a couple text messages saying it's the teacher that's sitting behind you. And her name is uh, Christy Perez. Christy Perez is a teacher at Bernardo Yorba Linda Middle School. And uh, uh, Christine, if you're watching, uh, Christine, if you're watching, uh, I don't know what you find funny about our children committing suicide. You being a teacher at one of our schools, laughing at children committing suicide, thinking it's funny that you too need to be investigated. You knew, and I'm, I'm demanding the district look at Christina Perez at why she thinks suicide, uh, children committing suicide uh, during this pandemic, during this period of time is funny. It is not funny. It is so funny that you decided that you should laugh out loud and disrupt my opportunity to speak uh, publicly about what my concerns are about my children, what's happening in our schools. You thought it was funny. Uh, that the, the funniest thing that I said was that, I, that, that children are committing suicide. And then I have four families that I know that have lost a child during this period of time. I, I, I find that ridiculous. I find that you need to be sanctioned. You probably should be investigated. And I don't know how it is that any teacher, any parent can trust you with their children if you think that, that suicide is funny. Um, uh, if you think it is, maybe you can send me a message and tell me why you think it's so funny. Uh, because I think it's a part. I think that the blood, again, uh, of these children is on the hands of people that are uh, continuing this farce. And Christine Perez, uh, you thinking it's so funny, I just uh, adds to my uh, my desire to be more involved. If you were looking and hoping that you were going to uh, intimidate me with your laughter at, at suicide, just much like what uh, Misty and Brianna and Susan think they're going to do to Leandra, it just does the opposite. Uh, and I'm calling you out and I'm hoping parents hearing about this teacher um, laughing at suicide of children that, are, that during this pandemic is funny, um, will also uh, be uh, and feel as strongly about it as I did. But I thought that was totally ridiculous. Uh, there was a Spanish speaking uh, parent. Oh, mic drop moment. Uh, she was amazing. Uh, she called out the uh, the APLE uh, and everybody who is, again, uh, encouraging this farce to continue. Uh, and she did a spectacular job. If you have a chance to look at the um, the replay 
of the live broadcast I did last night. I would search for it. It's, uh, you know, she was towards the end of the public speakers, probably four or five to the end. Her children, I think, came up and spoke after her. Um, she was spectacular. She called out everything similar to what I said in my speech. She talked about seeing these teachers. And again, uh, we're only calling out the, the teachers and the and the uh, the union members that um, that are claiming that they uh, this is this is this pandemic is uh, is so dangerous that they can't go to school and yet they are seen out in public with no masks they're seen out at the parks they're seen at the at the grocery store they're seen at the gym they're seen doing other stuff if you can do that then you can be teaching our kids and 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 she very clearly laid out she had uh, much longer to speak and so if you had didn't get to see that last night she was amazing I see so many comments and I'm so sorry I'm not going to them, uh, but I will go to them in one second. I just want to hit this one thing first and then I'm going to get to a little bit more of a wonky part of this discussion uh, in regard to the APLE and um, uh, some of the other stuff that I, that I saw. But let me get to this one last one. There was another uh, parent and if anybody knows who this parent is, it may have already, she may have already commented, uh, but did a spectacular job. Um, uh, pointing out this uh, some unapproved BLM uh, curriculum and propaganda that was placed on a Kramer High School website, uh, and I'm gonna I'll show you uh, some pictures of that right now because maybe you were not able to see the, these pictures. Um, but as a um, a retired police officer, former police officer, knowing that my children who know their father it was a police officer, uh, seeing uh, some of this um, crap. Again, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm trying to use better words than just, uh, you know, than, than stronger cuss words. Uh, but this is crap um, that, that during this period of time, do you think that this is OK to put on the Kramer High School website um, a, 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 to serve and protect with a police officer with a gun? And then the the tombstones of the the violent criminals that were shot uh, in the act of arresting them, that these are criminals that were uh, committing crimes when they were kill killed. There's no context put into this. Um, it clearly is meant to um, uh, to tell children and to um, to say that the police are bad, that they are uh, systemically racist, which every study that's been shows that police are not systemically racist. As a matter of fact, they are some of the most the least racist people uh, that we have serving our country. Um, but yet you're you you put this on a high school website. This was allowed to happen. This is just one of the pictures. Uh, let's take another. Let's take a look at another one. This is one of the other ones. This is um, a picture of uh, BLM protesters uh, saying stop police brutality. And then it shows police officers spraying them with pepper spray, OC spray, whatever it is that they're de depicting there. Uh, and again, uh, it has them holding signs of Black Lives Matter and aggressive cops spraying them. Uh, this was not taken off of anything um, that was is realistic because it shows uh, these people, these people peacefully sitting down doing nothing, uh, even though in the background they have a little bit of looting going on. Um, but um, again, this was put on a Kramer High School website, as, as far as I understand. The principal there is uh, Mike Young. Uh, Mike Young apparently thinks it's OK. He thinks it's OK for uh, Black Lives Matter propaganda, um, um, uh, propaganda against law enforcement. Um, I can't tell you how many police officers have children that go to the school. They're currently police officers or retired police officers like myself that uh, these the, our children are being taught the police are bad. Um, through this type of garbage that's being put on this website. It is it, it utterly ridiculous. This is all stuff, just everything that I've talked about just happened last night. All right, do you see what's happening in these schools? And again, I'm, I'm, a, I'm afraid to tell you that these, this is one of the better school districts, one of the better school systems, I think. 
Can you imagine what's, what's happening in some of these other school districts? And like I said, again, L.A., uh, Minneapolis, Chicago, New York, uh, Baltimore. Can you imagine what's going on in those schools? I can't imagine what's going on in those schools. OK, I'm going to take a little bit of a break here. I, actually, I need to get a drink of water. I'm getting all worked up here. Wow. Special in the eye. Um, just um, some. Oh, my gosh. There's so many comments. Let me see if I can pick out a couple to point out here. Um, Woo! Wow. I'm so sorry. There's so many here. I don't know how I'm going to do this. Um, and I know some of these comments came when I was speaking, so I'm not sure. Um, there's one 100% Leandra who we need that seat. Absolutely. The, uh, one of my neighbors asking if I got hockey pass as a sport. No, I didn't get to that. <laughs> Thank God for Leander. I'm thankful for her speaking up about the issues. If it wasn't for her speaking up, speakers um, would have been limited to one minute last night to speak. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I think we got two minutes. Um, thanks to Leandra's comments were uh, allowed twice the time. Yeah, thank you. Yep. Again, uh, she fights for the people. Absolutely. All right. Uh, enough about Leandra. I uh, got a disgusting. Yeah. So much of what was happening last night. So much of, uh, of, of what people were talking about last night. It was just stinking disgusting. Um, time to get Susan out. I agree. Um, uh, uh, well, um, uh, Susan, the teacher, we got Karen Freeman uh, on the school board. I guess she's the, the head school board member. I'm not sure what you call her manager, whatever you call her. Uh, she's been there. It looks like since 1989. Now I'm not sure if she took a break and came back or not, but 1989, uh, she looks a little tired to me. I think it's time to get Freeman out. There's some, we need some fresh blood. We need to move um, probably a Leandra into that lead position and then get a few, uh, 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 some new people in there. Uh, uh, Carrie Buck been there since 2010. Um, uh, again, um, it just seems like uh, they're, they're just uh, so willing to go to these meetings and then listen to everybody. And then they go back to their uh, way that nothing's done. Uh, as far as I can see, it's just uh, it's just a uh, it, it's BS. All right. Everybody talks. Everybody does. Well, well, yeah, we need to do better. We need to be better. We need to do. It. And then but yet nothing's done. Um, and I and I think that the the, the person uh, that's in there shaking things up is the people they hate the most, which is Leander Blaze. Uh, calling out the stuff, showing people uh, what uh, what needs to be done. And uh, and they're going, oh, shit, we may have to actually have to do something. <laughs> we got somebody that's actually pointing this stuff out. People are starting to look into our into our shenanigans. Uh, we, we can't keep this up, up much longer. Uh, Misty Jensen needs to go. Uh, uh, or is a bully. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I saw the other one that the teacher needs to go. Um, uh, oh, Misty also lost to Leandra in the election. Okay, that makes sense. Thank you for pointing that out. Again, there's so much information coming my way. And I know Karen and Leandra get tired of me kind of, okay, who who is this player? Or I go to um, other people, uh, uh, even students, because they'll come with me and everything. I go, okay, explain to me who this person is. Uh, when I got when I sat down in my seat, I had a parents coming up and saying, hey, this person here and this person here. And I go, oh my gosh, I can't keep up uh, with all this stuff. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, people talking. Let me go back down to the middle. Andy, you need to run for for school board. Oh my gosh, uh, <laughs> I'll do that in my spare time. Uh, so much going on, and I and I and I thought about it for a second, uh, but just uh, I got a lot going on. Maybe when things settle down, um, uh, I might be able to do that. I'm going to have kids in for a while. My my youngest is seven. I have a seven year old, a ten year old, a thirteen year old, a fourteen year old, uh, two thirteen year olds actually, um, uh, and the fourteen year old, and then my twenty six year old. She attended all the schools that my uh, younger ones are going through right now. Um, 
that picture is horrible. Absolutely. It is really just crazy. Um, and let me get one more before I go back to my agenda. I asked about uh, this and was told they had no idea. Never want to blame anyone. Oh, uh, Geneva, thank you. Yeah, I, uh, that, that is the thing. Nobody's nobody's taking responsibility. Uh, how many parents, and I'm going to get back, I'm going to get to this right now, uh, and that is nobody that is taking responsibility. So many parents got up and said, well, who makes the decision? And uh, Hetty and I uh, uh, is an attorney and uh, I've had her read some of the documents. And so as an attorney, I said, I need you to put your attorney hat on and I need you to look through this and help me with this stuff. And so we've been we've been going through the um, uh, the contracts, the MOUs and other documents. Well, I did. And then Hetty uh, has been doing a lot more than I have. Um, but um, what we're seeing is that they just put up so much crap and I'm sorry, that is my word for tonight, but that is, this is all crap. All of it's crap. They put up so much crap that nobody can figure it out, right? Because the parents are going, I don't, who do we, who's, who's making these decisions? Is it the, the, uh, is it the county health department? Is it the state health department? Is it the governor? Is it the school district? Is it the APLE? Is it, uh, uh, is it Joe Schmo that we don't know about? Who's, who's pulling the cords here? Who are we supposed to get in contact with? And so I'm just going to share a couple things that I began to look into, uh, as we, as, as I went forward in just a few minutes. So let me get back to my agenda here so I don't get too far off track. Um, uh, one of the speakers, uh, her name is, I had to write down all these names. I told you I'm not great with names. I'm horrible. Uh, is what did I do with her? Uh, Linda Adam Adamson, Linda Adamson did a presentation and it may have been hard to see on my broadcast cause I, I couldn't zoom in, but it talked about, uh, the, 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 the F's, the, you know, you got the A, B, C, D, F, the F's have been increasing obviously since the pandemic. And she talked about, you know, kids that, uh, would they believe to be homeless kids that are, you know, English as their second language, um, uh, foster kids and all that kind of stuff. And so, but the F's are obviously increasing now, all of it actually, was a pretty good idea that this farce is failing uh, and that we need to stop it. All right. So that was pretty good. The, the problem I had was, was what I hear so darn often in so many situations as a police officer, I've, uh, this has happened. And in our schools, we, we hear it happening in schools across the, the country where they're saying, well, if, if things are so tough for the kids, we're just going to make it easier. Uh, and one of the things I heard, and I don't know exact wording she said is that, well, they changed the, the grading um, uh, to reduce the F's. So instead of um, 70, I mean, I'm, just, I'm just throwing a number. I, I'm just, I'm just throwing out something just kind of give you an idea. Say from, if you had uh, 70% or less, um, you got an F. What they did was, is that it's essentially what I heard her say is they said, well, we'll change it to 60% of the left. That way, if you're in that, in that 70% to 60, you're now going to get a D. Uh, and so now what they've essentially done, oh, look at how good we're doing. We have way less apps and we, and we, we fixed the problem is essentially what I heard. Now, she didn't come out and say it that way. What she said is that, well, the kids that got the D's now feel better about themselves. Bullshit. That is such horse crap. I don't even know what to tell you. Again, I am sorry. I should have put my disclaimer that I'm going to cuss here, but that is such horse crap. Uh, it happened in the academy uh, when they began bringing people in that shouldn't have been selected as as patrol officers or police officers, as cadets, as 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 um, as potential police officers. Where they go, you know what? Since we're hiring less capable people, we have to reduce the uh, the things that they have to do in order to make it through the academy. So we have to make the scoring uh, for 
grades different. The spelling test ha- can't be so, so can't be so so hard. We're just going to go to you know two letter words instead of four letter words. Um, the uh, physical fitness has to be reduced. We have to change the wall from six feet to four feet. Like that happens on the street when you're chasing a bad guy. All of this is bad. It's bad. And when I heard her say that, that really, I was, I was right with her until she said that. Uh, and so we got to really pay attention to that as parents. Uh, and if my child is getting Fs, I want to know they're getting Fs. I want to know that they're failing. I want to know that they need to have a tutor. I need to know that they need special help. I need to know, don't reduce the grading. So then it gives me the impression my son's now getting a B when before he was getting an F or my daughter. That is, it is, it is clearly a, um, just a, a way of making the adults look better, right? The people in charge want to look better. We don't want to show that people are failing. So the way that we fix that and show that we're doing our job, uh, but not really doing our job is by changing the grading system. And that'll make us look way better. Not that it'll help the kids with their self-esteem, which is complete bullshit. Um, and uh, the kids don't fall for it, you idiots. All right. So, all right. Sorry, I'm getting all. He did again. So was the blame for stopping the schools from fully opening? Well, we don't know. <laughs> we know that the APLE uh, it looks like the association, which is the uh, right now, it looks like the Association of Placentia Linda Educators, APLE, teachers union, teachers unions, teachers unions, teachers unions are evil. We are learning that across the board, across the United States, the teachers unions are horrible. Again, if you would have been there, you would have no, you had no trouble identifying the members of the APLE, no matter what they were wearing. They happened to wear the matching shirts uh, and they were all sitting together uh, and they all said our kids are doing great i don't know what's wrong with you parents and that's essentially what they said when they got up there and spoke our kids are doing great because we are fantastic we're we're apla members and we are doing fantastic you parents suck and you need to stop calling us lazy and you need to stop saying calling us names and you need to, to look at yourselves wrong you guys are the problem because what you're doing is you're stonewalling any progress towards opening And that's what I've learned through my research today. Now, they may not be the final decision makers. They may not be the the final decision maker, but it is one hurdle that if we could get them to come to the table and negotiate, that we could now be all on the same board. Uh, Yeah, same place, all in the same place. Um, Board, school board and everything else is getting mixed up. That we could all be on the same uh, uh, place, the same same position of getting our kids back to school. What they're doing is fighting the keeping the schools closed. The parents are fighting to keep, to get the schools open, at least a few of us. There were a couple of parents there that were a little nutty um, and a little fearful. They they left early, they did their speech and they ran out as if they were in stomping their feet like little crybabies and probably went to a restaurant where they went unmasked. But the rest of us who are common sense parents who want our kids to succeed are for the schools opening. And I think many of the school board members are. I don't know all of them. I know at least three of them are probably for opening the schools. And then you had the APLE. No, we can't. It's dangerous because our kids are doing great on uh, great on Zooms. Oh, you can just eat it because our kids are doing well. The APLE is one of the hurdles that is not allowing us to get the message out that these schools need to open. They have been asked to renegotiate their contract and their MOU, and they've gone silent and they refuse to meet. That is what 
I've learned through my research. And that needs to change. They need to be called out for the piece of craps they are. Uh, because they, who knows? I mean, we can't figure this out. I, I have asked, but what is the purpose? What is the reason why are our, our, our unions? Now, I have all I've gotten a bunch of answers, but I really can't quite put my finger on what it is completely. Um, it, it, you know, does it have to do with money? Does it have to do with simply, hey, we can do the same job and not have to report to an office or whatever? I don't know what it is. Who knows what it is with the school unions? They are just demonic, horrible, nasty, unhealthy people. As far as I saw, the people I saw look very unhealthy. No wonder they're afraid to go back to school. They can stay home. They actually can stay, they can stay in their office. They don't have to go anywhere. Mask up with your two masks. Stay in your office. Don't bother coming to us and don't bother us at school. You stay in your little place and leave us alone. But go to the negotiating table. Re-look uh, at that MOU and that contract and let's get started getting these schools open. So um, I'm going to share with you. Uh, sorry, I'm, I've lost my place. <laughs> I got on a rat there. Um all right. So here, uh, I, I think I skipped ahead. Uh, APLE and PYLUSD uh, uh, claim one of the issues is MOU and the contract. So let me go ahead and, and bring that up. This is going to be my last little bit here. And uh, let me get rid of this. And so in this MOU, which I have brought up here, um, I, I read through the whole thing and it talks about the, um, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the curriculum and the, oh my gosh, I'm losing uh, the words, um, physical distancing, the high, oh, hybrid, that's the word, the hybrid school and the Zooming and all that kind of stuff. That's what this all talks about. It's the MOU, which of course is kind of what we would call an addendum uh, to the main contract. So as uh, you have a contract that lasts like 2017 to 2021 or something like that, it's a, it's a long distance and stuff happens uh, that needs to put, we put an MOU to make some adjustments because who knew a pandemic was going to come. And so clearly we need to do some stuff. Now I was willing to do that for a couple of weeks, but not for a year, but here we are a year later. Uh, and the MOU, uh, like I said, is, uh, is written mostly about that, but then we have this last part under uh, uh, five uh, or V, but it's five, right? Roman numeral five. And I'm going to, I'm going to zoom in on this with a graphic here. Let me go ahead and bring this down and I'll bring up the graphic and, and what it says is that this MOU shall remain in effect during all periods that the district is providing instruction by distance learning or, and I underlined it and made it big. It's not like that on the uh, MOU, but I did it so that you can see it or upon an order from the state or district district being the P the, the Placentia Yorba Linda Unified School District or district that requires all employees to return to work in a traditional school and work schedule. So I read that because it's very clear, I think. It says, and I'm going to read it just one more time. This MOU shall remain in effect during all periods that the district is providing instruction by distance learning or upon an order from the state or, or district that requires all employees to return to work in a traditional school and work schedule. So why isn't and why hasn't the school district said, OK, you know, based on the science, I'll bring up this thing. We on the science over the last couple of months, you can see that the covid infections of 18 years and under in the in Orange County has gone from 546 in January all the way down to 20. That is in a population of 18 and under of six hundred fifty one thousand thirty eight children. Only 20 are infected. That's not 20 dying. That is 20 infected, 20 infected as of 
uh, February 20, uh, 27th. 20 infected. That doesn't mean they're even sick. Only 20. I, I, I'm not I'm repeating it. Out of 651,000 or more children. Why are we still closed? Why hasn't the district said, this is ridiculous. We are harming children. Children are committing suicide. Children are having trouble with anxiety. People are, uh, children are having trouble with, with uh, their social skills. Children are getting fat because they're not exercising. There's so many reasons why we need to open these schools and they're not opening because 20 kids got infected last month or last week. It's just last week. Out of the 650-something thousand children that are in this county, you're closing it down for 20 kids that got that, that are infected and they're not even sick? They, I mean, even if they, let's God forbid, I hope they nothing bad, that they were so sick that they ended up in the hospital. It's still not enough to harm the rest of us. It's not just affecting our kids. It's affecting the parents. I'm a Well, I was a single dad until recently, but I've been a single dad most of this year, and I've lost most of my work. And you're expecting me to do schooling for four children while I'm looking for work, while I'm trying to do things on my computer. I'm so lucky that because I lost work, I'm at home, and so I can kind of point them out and you know make sure and get on your Zoom, make sure and do that thing. I'm not doing a great job. I'm telling you, I'm not a great elementary school or junior high school teacher. I'm not. I'm not built for that. I'm not made for that. But you're, you're, you're telling parents that also are still at work full time to do the same thing. So it's not just the children. It's the parents that are going through anxiety. It's the, the, the parents that are hurting uh, in addition to what's going on. All for 20 kids now that simply have, have, have come back positive with COVID-19. And we have that provision in the MOU that says school district can order everybody back to school now. Listen, I understand. I've been told that, well, you know, we can't do that because the uh, contract uh, that's in place, they could sue the school district for doing that. Well, why does the MOU say they can do it? What? So I looked at the contract and you can look at the contract, too. I don't find anything in there, any verbiage. And I'm not an attorney. And I, I, I'm not a doctor uh, and, I, and, I, and I've looked at the entire thing, but I've looked at a lot of contracts. I've written a lot of contracts over the years. I've had five or six businesses, including, including security businesses for, for Comic-Con and for uh, Stagecoats. And these are pretty extensive contracts. And I've read a few contracts. I don't see anything in there that says that they can't enforce the MOU. And if they try to enforce the MOU that they can be sued, I don't see that. Last thing in regard to this, I know that there's probably somebody else that needs to be involved, whether it's the uh, Orange County um, Health Department. But if we went as parents, if we went as teachers, if we went as the school district, if we went as the teachers union arm in arm saying we've had enough of this crap, we need to open these schools. And we went to the next person in charge to get them in our arms our schools could open. They should have opened yesterday. But it's because of all of these barriers, all of this bullshit that we're going through that nobody knows what the left hand's doing. The right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing. Nobody knows where to look for the answer. Nobody knows what to do. And they're blaming everybody else. We will never get there. Kids will continue to die. Children will continue to be sick. Children will continue to have disorders that are brought upon this, this stupidity of being locked down in their homes. All because of what? Because the school union wants to have power. The school union believes that, well, we are in charge here. You can't do anything without us. 
So we're just going to say no and not show up. You guys are full of crap. You are the ones who are stonewalling this entire thing. Come to the table, negotiate with the district and the teachers that want to go back to work, not the dimwits like Susan Metcalf and uh, what's the other chick's name? Um, Christine Perez. Not those idiots. You can leave them out of the negotiation, but everybody else, everybody else that has common sense and they can think um, need to come to the table. And this is what I learned from attending a Placentia Yorba Linda School District meeting uh, of the school board and what I've learned since then. Again, there is so much other stuff. Uh, and, uh, you know, I can show you my notes. Uh, I got this. Uh, this is just one of the pages I got. These are names, names of people that are involved. Um, um, I, the next page is uh, all the points that I learned from last night. Uh, and then I have another page of references that I need to look up and people I need to contact. <laughs> I've got business cards handed to me last night. I had people coming up to me and saying, hey, could you get a hold of me? You know, let's make a connection. Um, I got bigger organizations of uh, platforms that are bigger than mine, um, uh, you know, such as Turning Point, who contacted me last night. Um, and so we're, I'm ready to rock and roll. When you have people like uh, Christine Perez, a teacher at uh, Bernardo Yorba Linda Middle School, laughing at suicides, and you got people like Susan Metcalf and Misty Jansen and Brianna Moreno uh, thinking that they're going to terrorize us to the point that we're going to go away, it, 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 you've, you've, you've uh, come to the wrong place. Uh, myself and Leandra and hopefully a, a large number of other, uh, Karen and, and so many other people I met. And I'm sorry, I, I don't want to try to take a chance of, of naming people, uh, but um and we need to add to that list. We need to we need to have so many people at the next school board meeting uh, that it's ridiculous. Uh, this is, this cannot end today. We need to continue this the first um, you know the first second of tomorrow. As soon as the rooster crows tomorrow, I was looking for an analogy that I could use. But at the at the crow of the rooster tomorrow morning, you're back at it, and you're uh, emailing uh, the principals at your school. You're emailing the the, the supervisor. What's his name at the school district? Uh, James uh, uh, Elasser, Elasser, um, uh, Placentia Urban School District Superintendent, Doctor James Elasser. Email him. Open the schools, demand the schools open, demand uh, that the Placentia, uh, the uh, Association of Placentia Linda um, Educators, President Linda Mannion, Vice President Jeremy Kelly, what a hoot those two are, uh, <laughs> email them. Most of these people, if you just take their first initial and their last name and then their organization.org, you'll get their email, but you can find it on the on their website. Just go to the APLE website, look for President Linda Mannion and uh, Vice President Jerry, Jeremy Kelly. I'm calling not because I, I think they were both there last night um, sitting right next to each other, not social distancing. Um, email them, let them know that you demand that they go to the table and negotiate with the district to open the schools up fully. Um, and um, uh, Dr. James Alasser uh, and a whole bunch of other people. Uh, tell them that you want Missy Jansen looked at, you want uh, Metcalf, uh, Susan Metcalf looked at, you want Brianna Moreno looked at, and Christina Perez looked at as threats to the school board members because they are uh, slandering them and they are harassing them. Um, and whatever else you think you see, oh, the BLM stuff, that needs to go too. That is just hogwash. All right. So before I lose my voice... Um, other states have been absolutely. I mean, this is ridiculous. Uh, again, the reason I brought up the the the, the church that I go to, Calvary Chapel Church, because it is like a microcosm of what can happen. Thousands of people unmasked, social not social distancing, children going into the classrooms. None of the uh, volunteers are masked or social distancing. The kids are sitting in circles. They're laughing. They're playing basketball. They're playing tag. They're reading books. They're passing things around. They're having a blast. 
Nobody's dying. Everybody's okay. It's okay. It really is okay. Believe in God. What are you so afraid of? Pray to your God. <sighs> Elasser. Yeah, that guy. I hope he's good. I don't know. I, I don't know him. I, I, I think I've heard a couple good things about him. Hopefully he will get off, uh, you know, as duff and do some stuff. And I don't know. Him. And I, I'm not going to speak ill of him because I don't know him that well. Um, and any contract is worth breaking for the life. Yeah. Break again. Just my, my God. So again, thank you. Amen. Yes. Oops. Sorry. Amen. Um, yeah, pray to God. Uh, you get people that are so fearful. I don't know what happened to you. Uh, I, 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 Americans are not, Americans and Christians are uh, commanded not to be fearful. Now, is it okay to be fearful from time to time? Absolutely. But uh, to be so fearful uh, in this way that affects so many lives that are just simply killing people, gosh darn it, get on your knees and pray. Um, Elasser, Elasser. I don't know what Karen's trying to tell me something. I'm obviously pronouncing it wrong. Uh, I'm horrible. I'm going to I admit right now I'm horrible with names. All right. And that's just uh, I'm horrible at remembering them and I'm horrible at uh, uh, pronouncing them. Uh, and I just go figure. I, I, I married somebody named uh, Hedia Miramati. Uh, it took me probably a month uh, to learn her name. You ask her. That is the truth. Um, uh, let's see. I almost want to look at a couple of these things before. Oh, let's look at this. Uh, teachers were overheard at one school today saying a year of student learning isn't worth a teacher's. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and that even if they are vaccinated, the families of the kids are not so it's uh, are not. So it's still not safe. When is life ever completely safe? And uh, some of these teachers are seen at uh, breweries and restaurants socializing in groups together uh with no mass you can have it both ways you can't have it both ways absolutely sorry the, the font's very small uh, all right read that better but exactly that's exactly what i'm saying i mean this is it, it, utterly ridiculous i i on social media i'm friends with a few teachers at the local school i'm not going to give names uh i've seen teachers at uh party central or whatever you call it i've seen them at kelly's corner i've seen them at um um Oh my gosh, Rembrandt's, you see them at um, um, all kinds of places, indoor dining, no masks, sitting with other teachers, sitting with other teachers, but they can't go to school. I mean, I, I, we can just go on. This is just, it's just ridiculous. Uh, they can say all this crap all they want, that it is so uh, ridiculous that, uh, you know, that, that, you know, it's not worth one teacher's lives. That uh, I know teachers have died driving to school. We know teachers that have died uh, from heart attacks. We know teachers that, have, I, 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 when I was going to high school, one of the teachers uh, died on, a, on his way to school in a car accident. At what point, if, you, if you're going to say that you can't go to school until it's completely safe, for everything, we will never go back to school. Even if there was no pandemic, people are die of the flu. People die of all types of things. Uh, a teacher at one of the schools committed suicide in the classroom not too long ago. I mean, there's all kinds of this stuff going on. It, it, this, there's a risk factor in everything. All right. So we just need to end this now. We need to get, get everybody on the same page and we need to move forward in a positive direction with the school. Uh, school union has got to go. They have got to go. We have to either get them out of the way uh, and, 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 and ignore them. They need to come to the, and something needs to happen. Who knows why they're even placed? They are just causing us so much grief right now that uh, it's ridiculous. Uh, and again, to get in there uh, yesterday and to say that we're saying the teachers are lazy. None of us have ever said that. 
You're only doing that to uh, cause um, a, a separation between parents and the teachers. And the teachers that are watching don't believe it. None of us think you're lazy. The good teachers, not again, the ones I named earlier. I won't go through the names again, like uh, Susan Metcalf and those. I won't. <laughs> but the rest of them, all the rest of them are fantastic. All right. I got I to gotta, I gotta go. Wow. I did that all under an hour, barely under an hour. I'm going to go to an hour right now. So I appreciate all of you that have watched. Please share this out if you think it's worthwhile for other people to, to, to watch because we need more people to join us. And I know there are so many comments. You guys had great comments. I'm going to go through and, and look at them and see if there's anything that uh, I need to look at as far as um, you know information that I need to know for the next show. Um, thank you for commenting. The commenting is what gets these things brought out. So that if you're watching a replay, please also comment and put in anything that you think may be um, appropriate uh, for whatever it is I'm talking about or something you think that needs to be added. Please comment, add more comments. The comments are the things that get this pushed out so more people will see it. Um, make sure and get the emotions and hit the hearts and the thumbs up and those types of things or angry faces, whatever you want, uh, and share it out. Share, 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 and subscribe to any of the channels that you're watching this on. I am broadcasting right now on five different Facebook pages. I'm broadcasting on YouTube. Twitter and Twitch all at the same time right now. So it's all out there. Whatever platform you're watching on, share it out. And uh, and that way more people will see it, that we need to join forces. The parents need to join forces. I understand there's parents that want don't want their kids to go back to school. I know that. My, my daughter has a friend who's not left the house since this thing started, a year. And so I understand that. You can continue to stay home, all right? I'm not talking to you. You don't have to join us. If you are that afraid of the pandemic, you're that afraid because maybe you have a pre-existing condition or grandma's at home who's 90 or 100 years old, then stay home. That is, that is, I'm not talking about you. There's some of us who are not afraid. There's some of us who don't have pre-existing conditions. There are some of us like me who had it. My ex-wife had it. My wife has it. My One of my children have had it. We've all had it. All right. We're ready to go back to school. Um, we're all here. Nothing bad happened. All right. And so uh, let's move on and let's move forward. Those of you that don't want to go back to school, those teachers that refuse to go back to school, stay home, find another job, go to work at a Starbucks and then you can go, then you can go to work full time. Uh, or, you know, there's strip clubs that are hiring that I'm sure that are open that you can go work full time there. All right, my friends, uh, love you guys. Thank you for watching. Thank you for supporting me. All those people that came up to me last night and said hi and say you watch um, and, um, and, and um, you know, appreciate these shows. I, I appreciate you for taking the time to come up. I appreciate it so much. All right, my friends, take care. We'll talk to you later. Bye.